Hello and welcome to the Me and My Golf podcast. We're your hosts and PGA golf coaches, Piers Ward and Andy Proudman. Each week we're going to share with you our 20 plus years of coaching experience to bring you top tips, the latest information and trends, along with some of the world's best in the golf industry to help you play the best golf of your life. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it and help you take charge of your game. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode and we have a very special episode this week for you. Me and Pierce actually went to the US Open at Pebble Beach for a couple of days. We were there on the Wednesday and the Thursday and on the Wednesday we actually had a little bit of a tour of the fantastic new tailor-made tour truck with our good friend and uh, club fitter Chris Trott who works for TaylorMade. And during that tour, we sat down with him. We thought we'd take an opportunity to sit down with him, but also Wade Lyles, who's one of the the most experienced club makers out on tour with over 30 years experience. We wanted to talk to these guys about how the process and how their jobs changed over the years with, with the players, with the equipment, but also really what goes on major week. So what goes on with the players? What are they coming in and asking for? And what the, what sort of what does it feel like at the event compared to a normal week? So we have a real good discussion with this, um, talking to some world-class people in the industry that are in the thick of it week in, week out with the best players in the world. So we hope you enjoy this. Here we go. Okay, we are on, Andy, the TaylorMade Tour Truck, the new TaylorMade Tour Truck. This is the first time we've seen it. And we've got a couple of special guests as well. We've, we've got, got Chris Trott and nice. Wade Lars. We've had the tour already Hello, as well. Gentlemen. Good to see you, boys. Hey, proud of you. Good to see you. So our Tour Truck Tuesday VIP legends are now on our podcast as well. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> yeah, downstairs. So uh, guys, look, thanks so much. Um, it's it's a very special week. This is obviously because it's Pebble Beach, US Open. Um, you guys must love coming to this event for sure. But firstly, before we get into major championships, what is it like having the new Tour Truck? How, what has it done for your your game? Uh, it, it's done a lot for my personal gain because me and my boss actually designed this whole thing. So, amongst my peers out here and the players, you know, they speak very highly of us. And to give the players an area that they can come to, like, you know, John Rom's down there playing PlayStation. <laughs> so, to have a nice inviting area where these guys can come in and play and play PlayStation, hang out. There's no more private area out here in these golf courses for players. There's, they can't get, a lot of players will not go in the locker room anymore. There's no, they go to the parking lot, to the range, back to their car, to their hotel. Well, we've given them an area in this brand new trailer where they can come up here with their agents, with their sponsors, talk to their swing coaches, take a nap, chill out. So it's a huge advantage for Taylor Made and our players out here on the tour. It's more than just building clubs then, isn't it? It's, it's a lot more than that. And obviously this is why I suppose you've got this new truck because you want the players to come in and experience more than just having the clubs and then shipping them out. I think, it, you know, to add to that and to add to Wade's point, it's been amazing to watch the evolution of these trucks and credit to the boys in the design that they've done. I mean, would you ever have thought we'd be sat on a second tier of a tour truck in its core, this is a workshop, and I think that as the tour has moved on, as guys like you have come into this arena and you do a great job, we're now exposing the talents as to what actually happens in here. It's a good, fun place to work. It's it's awesome. I mean, we're up here right now doing a podcast 
which is, I mean, you know, we couldn't do this before. You know, now that we have this secluded area on the second floor, we're able to do a lot more social media, a lot more advertising for our company. We're able to teach the public and do cool things like this. So it's just a huge advantage for everyone in golf. And for you, Wade, I suppose, you were, we were talking off air, Trossie was saying that you're a legend in what you do. How long, just talk to the guys and just talk, tell us how long you've been doing this on tour and, and I suppose how it's changed compared to what it used to be. I mean, this is just totally a different experience for you even, isn't it, as well? Uh, yes, this is. I mean, I started at TaylorMade in 1987 on the production wow. floor and my job was to grip 800 golf clubs a day on the production floor. I did that for about a year. Uh, slowly but surely, I just worked my way up in the company doing a lot of uh, center of gravity stuff, moment of inertia way back in the day. And then I did a lot of bending of the metalwood heads. So in 2000, when TaylorMade wanted a return to being the number one driver on the PGA Golf Tour, they asked me to come out here because I did so much work inside with bending lies and lofts on drivers and manipulating the CGs by using hot melt that they brought me out here and uh, we killed it. I mean, they gave us two years to be the number one driver. We did it in six months. And uh, that whole bending apparatus kind of turned into the sleeve that we have now. So now we don't have to bend clubs. Now we've actually used that sleeve now, but that is every 99% of every club I built, I had a bend. So yeah. th this is this is crazy because anyone sort of listening to this, watching this, is going, "What do you mean, bend the club?" Yes. So what do you mean by that? I mean, just like just like bending an iron, lie and lob. Yeah. I was able to bend metal woods with lies and lobs. So TaylorMade was able to do that because we had a hosel that could do that. Okay. If you look at other products, back in the day, they didn't even have a hosel, so you couldn't bend it, or it was a bore through. And if you bent it, you would break the shaft halfway through. So when when our guys came in here and said, I want an eight degree driver that's two degrees open, what would I have to do? I'd have to get a 10-5 head and I have to bend it to eight degrees to give it the two degree open look. So and that's why they kind of brought me out here for, because that's what I did a lot of in the office. And then, uh, you know, we just said, well, how can we make this better? How can we make this for everyone to do it, not just Wade? So then that's when they really concentrated on doing that FCT sleeve. Now everyone does that. And, so. and it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think, I think I'm, in my mind now, I'm relating this to golf. You know, golf, is it a science? Is it an art? Club fitting, is it a science? Is it an art? So the creative, um, as Trotty would say, genius of yourself, but being able to just sort of obviously bend these clubs and make them fit for the golfer, that, you, you know, you've got to have some precision when you're doing that, but it is an art, isn't it? A hundred percent, and that's one reason why most guys who do this job will drive the truck for about four or five years and become a rep. I don't want to be a rep. I, this is, I like designing and doing all this cool custom stuff in here and being the artist part of the whole, the whole scenario. Trotty's out there with putters. He's also an artist doing all those putter custom putter build to get these guys in. That's why we're so vital, you know, in this company because it's our passion. We love what we do and it, it, it's incredible. And here's the thing, I mean, uh, a few years ago, I think I was in Italy or somewhere and we bought out flight control technologies where you can adjust the, the loft on the blade. I remember taking it up to McGinley and uh, showing it. We hit a few balls with it and it wasn't as and this is actually the raw what happened he wasn't as bowled away by it as I thought he was going to be 
And I look at him and I'm like, Paul, what's the deal then? And he sort of says to me, well, I've been doing this for five years already. So what do you mean? He said, I've been on the trucks bending the loft to where I want it. He said, all that's to happen now is I've got a tour truck in a wrench. And I was like, how good's that, right? And he's like, I kind of got that, haven't I? Once I get that, you know, so it's, <laughs> that again shows you how it comes on. But I think for me, one of the greatest things about working on the tour, and I've done it for some time, and a lot of people, you pass them and they ask you or they see you through various social channels, what's the best thing, what's the best thing? And quite often you'll, you're not sure who they are or where they are, so you answer the question the way in which you feel it should be answered. And I think the truth is, for me, having worked out on these tours for so long, you meet some fantastic coaches, you meet some fantastic biomechanic people, nutritionists, massage specialists, and you can pick their brains as you build this relationship because you can be you know, on a range, in a bar, on the truck, wherever, and you can ask questions at the pace you want to ask them to because there's no fixed start, no fixed end date to that conversation. And I think being around this guy, I've learned so much on this side, and I love golf, and I've learned so much on this equipment side from all the techs I've ever worked with. But to be in and have this guy as a colleague and a friend and to actually learn from someone like this guy, who when you know he's got your back or you might make a mistake or you wanna learn how to do something, the patience and the way he explains it to you or he helps you out, because sometimes we're under the pump with some of these players. And that's a piece that I think perhaps hasn't quite got out into the media world yet, just the talent and yeah. the experience of the guys that, and they don't just build golf clubs, they drive these huge trucks around the country. I mean, they're, they're, they're really special people, and I think that would be the only thing I'd want to add to, if, you, if you've got your sights set and wanted to be a technician and do this job, it's it's a hard, hard job. So when Wade sits there and says, you know, I, rep is one thing, and servicing the guys and getting the details of what the player needs, that's one thing. But coming in and doing what he does, it's a special breed, for sure. And I think you, you look at it and you look at, you know, the the players out there and how much recognition the coaches get for the development of the players but you guys the fitters the, the club makers you're, you're almost another coach to the players aren't you and you've developed the relationships with these guys where you get to first of all know their game but you know their preferences what they like what they don't like who they are as people so that's another important part for you to go well I know how to deal with this guy I know what he likes I know what he doesn't like and that relationship's important isn't it and again, it's stuff that I've learned from this guy, from Keith Sabarbaro, who, who is the VP of tour operations here at TaylorMade. It's how you manage the individuals. It's not always the best, it's not getting there quickly, it's how you manage what they want. And that is a skill set, having been here on the PGA Tour now for five years for me, that I've tapped into from these guys, because you, you, it has to be right for their golf game, it has to be the right time of year. And every time you change a product line, you change how the club works. I mean, Wade can add to that, I'm sure. I mean, you well, yeah. I mean, every year, you know, for for us to design these new state-of-the-art stuff, you know, these drivers, different spins every year. We're dealing with different spins. So, let's say you know a guy was in a SLDR driver that was 11 degrees aloft. Well, if the next year product's gonna have a little bit more spin, now I got to put him into a 9.5. So you have to have all that knowledge because we want these players to get fit into the right product quickly so they can concentrate on winning and doing that type of stuff. So it, it's, you just have to know a lot about the, uh, the equipment here at TaylorMade, but also everyone else's equipment also. A lot of people don't understand that. I work for TaylorMade Golf, but 
I can tell you a lot about probably even more than these other guys that work for these other companies yeah. can tell you about their product because you know that's what we're trying to do we're trying to fit these guys and, and, and get them dialed in very quickly and other thing like Trotty was saying with all these different people out here you know I've had you know guys come up to me and say hey wait can you come watch me hit this driver and I don't do that a lot but I've become friends with a lot of these guys out here and I'll go out there and he'll say you know I'm just it's going left it's going left and now I'm not a swing coach by any means but you know I, I see these guys enough where I can kind of tell if they're not swinging that good so I'm not a teaching pro so I'm not going to tell him that his swing's bad but if he's hitting that driver left I know what he's playing I can go make him a driver that's going to go more right he's going to love it yeah. but next week when a swing get when a swing coach gets a hold of him now that driver's going to go too far right so job security it, right there job security <laughs> exactly so you amen know, to swing coaches you know like I said it's not my area to tell a guy hey you're you know you're swinging bad but if you want a club to go more right, I can make you a club to go more right. So it's just little things like that. A lot of people don't understand. And you need to have this relationship, not just with the the player, with their team though as well, don't you? Because you probably are, there probably are some guys where you know that actually if I want player A to change the driver, because this is I think what he needs, you've got to go through the caddy. But you've got to go through the coach. Yes. And I'm sure that's the case, isn't it? And, but, but do you have any, I mean, we'll go into some stories maybe in a moment, but I mean, do you have any stories, in fact, I'm going to go for one right now. Have you had a, a club build that you've had which has made a significant difference to a player? I, I have, 100%. In a, in a, like a light bulb moment? Yeah, I have. Or like a, and like it, a tournament victory, basically. Yes, it's probably, the, the it, it's probably, and again, I'm quick to get it because I've thought about it a lot. I mean, I've been doing this 15 years, and it's probably the most important club I ever built in my whole career and it was in Spain, in Madrid. I assembled it on the Mizuno trailer because our truck was not there. It was a significant while back. I don't remember the year. It was R9, uh, was that R9 Super Tri, it was called, the black one? Black driver or black, it had movable weights. I want to say yes. Yeah, yeah. that driver and uh, the player in question, I'll come to in a minute, but he was in a ping prototype shaft, very firm in the tip. And we just signed him and we were trying to like really look after him and the way he wanted to do stuff and he happened to be playing in Spain and uh, I was just looking at his ball flight and the range went slightly uphill and I was like it, it, this shaft that he's in with this head does not work and we were trying to make it work and I basically put him into something different talked to him about why I wanted to do it went out built it which I wasn't a great builder back then built the thing took it out tested it on the track man and it changed the launch window significantly for, for listeners on that you're looking at launch and spin we have a, a radar track man nowadays which back then we had two that will measure the land angle descent angle bear in mind we're hitting uphill so i needed to be aware of that and it was night and day and this guy it's martin keimer would hit a big low launcher quite a cut player this took his launch up anyone who, who has the club delivery that he does you're looking for something slightly different anyway he goes on and he wins um his first major with that, the, the PGA, and he, he since has left me, given me a nice note about it, about the victory and stuff, and I think for me it was quite early in my career, but it validated what I was doing. I think it made me see the difference you can have, and I've built a lot of clubs over the years that are equally as important because they help guys save their card, um, be it somewhere in the world, that's important, but to, to get, that was really the first major that I was played a part of. And 
not saying by any means I hit any shots, but I played a significant part of it, and I think he realised that. And it was night and day, and it was a big one for TaylorMade at the time. So that will be mine, and I'm sure Wade's got several well, of them. Well, luckily you didn't hit any shots for him, because he probably would have been a loss that week if you were to hit any shots for him. Do you, Wade, though, anything that sticks out, yeah, I mean, it's... To me, it's just I, I, I feel really good about when these these kids who get their tour card or, or these junior players that come in, and and I can tell when people aren't kind of fit properly, and it's just I get a great feeling of, of dealing with some of these people out here who you know they're not 100% confident with the clubs they have in their bag. And when they're able to come in here and we're able to give them the whole, you know, 10 110%, and really fit them properly. I mean, the smiles on their face and the thank yous they get that, you know, you get from those kids. I deal with a lot of juniors now. And it, it's just nice to see, you know, them being benefited from being fit really good. And, you know, will they win tournaments? Of course they're going to start winning tournaments. But it's nice to get them in the right direction when they're young and to start. And, and that's, I mean, I, I love that aspect of the job out here. It shows how far technology has come on, though. But it shows how important your your role is in this business as well, isn't it? That's the key thing. One hundred percent. I mean, these guys, these tour players, and, and Taylor May team has been together for many, many years. These guys who want to come in here and have to deal with a new person every single week. Yeah. They like what we have. Players will actually sign with Taylor May Golf for less money than other companies, just because they know. The guys who are in here, the service they're going to get, and the product they're going to get, and you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah. So you know, out of the out of the forty players that can play a free driver out here, we have thirty of them. Yeah. So I mean, Take figure that out. It is it, it's product. It's us. It's 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 just. I mean, the whole team is incredible. I think we have ten of them getting custom T packs now. That's how far we've come. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Personalized yeah. T packs. Yeah. Can you, can you yeah. change the length of them as well? Can you, you can do whatever you want with that T-Peg, kid. So, so can, we, can we talk yeah. about, I mean, look, US Open, Pebble Beach, incredible golf course. How is this going to be, how is this week different from what you see the, play, the players doing? Are they coming in, and are, they, are they asking for any different things? Do you notice that any differences with them? What, what, what do you notice this week? I think, uh, look, you, you can tell we've been around it a long time. We've done many majors. And majors are always different weeks because people come with their stuff organized. That's step number one. As we've gone on and on and on and on, our roles have changed, our service has changed, we're now dealing with the best of the best. Team TaylorMade is A++ players now, that's what it is. If you sign with TaylorMade, you are A++, and that's cool. But it brings a different type of player which requires a different type of service. They get to this tournament and they are pretty much ready to rock and roll. And I think we can touch on some of the builds, but from my side, it's tweaks. It's the odd loft and line. We've done a regrip this week, which I was surprised about. It's rare at a major. Wedges, and again, we can touch on the build spec, but we're hammering wedges, aren't we? I mean, the the wedges. I mean, our our high tail line or our, our mill grind line is so popular right now. I mean, you know, we have either you know even players who aren't contracted by TaylorMade. You know, we'll bank someone a fresh high toe. They'll play with them. That player, which is a contracted by us, will hit it. Next thing you know, he's in the truck saying, hey, I need to get one of those wedges. So, you know, a lot of that, a lot of, uh, you know, we get a lot of clubs in play out here by just 
having the clubs in someone's bag because a lot of these guys will, you know, hey, let me try that driver. Hey, let me try this. And, you know, once they hit it, they just fall in love. But, but in their defense, mate, I walked out on the course earlier this morning and it's firming up, really firming up. So I think players know that Wade is pulling out of here in the next couple of hours. So I think they're trying to get ready because when it firms up, they're going to need that extra 500 spin on the wedges with the slightly steeper descent angle because the greens are small, the land angles are tight. Yeah. Again, it all ties into what we're doing here at Pebble. Yeah, and, and, and this week, I mean, it's not... <clears throat> It's not your traditional really long U.S. Open course. Yeah. So it's going to be one with your wedges and your putter this week, I think. Mm. But The know. guy that can control his land angles, that can control his spin rates, that is a cracking iron player. And I know that I was with you guys at the photo shoot and we were watching it. And, I mean, it's hard to look, and I'll sound like a legend if this goes out after Sunday, but huh. I think Tiger, just when we were at the photo shoot, was picking yeah. quarters, yeah, quadrants in greens. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he was picking. Yeah. And looking at it out there, he, yeah, I don't know, like I say, I mean, if I had to, not that I would bet on it because we can't, but if I had to, then that's a pretty good tip and, right there. Yeah. I think but you know, you've got to be straight, obviously, but you, as you say, it's not the longest, so you haven't got to hit so many drivers. So, you know, if Tiger can hit a fairway finding club, you know what he's like with his irons, and as you said, you know what he's like with his wedges. But he has like this triple sole, doesn't he? And he's a magician with his wedges. And again, we were talking about it just before we came on, hand position in relation to ball position and which parts of the bounce you reveal to hit the shot. So it's he's learned his bounce over a 30 year, he must have been play, playing golf longer than that, but yeah. 30 years really pro career or 25 pro career. 20, He's learned what he wants working with the best club guys in the business. Overall through that time, he knows what he wants for the different shots. Whereas we had Morikawa on earlier, brand new to the tour, great prospect, but we're just touching up leading edges and making changes. And I don't I don't expect Colin to know exactly what he wants at this stage, but that's where wedges, I think people get so lost in it. Oh, I need to do this. And sometimes you don't, I mean, these, these wedges that we do, the mill grind wedge and the soles on the high toes and the four-way canvas and again we've had this conversation off air they come with John Rahm's input Tiger's input what what are, who are we to go messing about yeah, with that exactly, exactly. figure out how to use it and get your hands in the right position because at the end of the day the best in the business is uh, validating those things and, and, how, and how do they differ as well obviously like you say look the, the tailor-made playing staff you have now you know they are they are the best really when I mean, you look across the PGA Tour how, how do they differ? So, you know, are the guys, the, you, you mentioned before Tiger doesn't spend a lot of time on the truck because he gets a lot of it dialed in before. But someone like a Jason Day, we saw some wedges down, downstairs. So is, is that something that he'll come on and he'll check, he'll have a wedge a week? or? Yeah, Day's it? a big one and Rama for checking uh, loft and lies and loft and lie on putters. They, they do that a lot. Um, yes, they'll, they'll go through their checkpoints, but at majors, they've got it in order. And I think what I'm learning as I'm going on and on and on, and we record the Team TaylorMade podcast as well, and you get different athletes across all sports, the best performers have what works for them dialed in. Now, yeah, I'm interviewing a lot of them either after a career, so they might be mid to late 30s if they've played football or Aussie rules like we did this morning, or they're a Mike Mason who is a FMX bike rider, but they have their setups dialed in. It'll be, it's very interesting when you get a Matt Wolf or a Colin Morikawa, they're brand new to it, they don't quite know. But I think that when you look at the calibre of player we have, what I'm trying to say is is they know what they, they want. Know what it is. And, that, and 
how they differ as individuals is they each have their different ways of doing stuff. Rory likes to be around the complex Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. Not saying he hangs out, not saying he wastes time, yeah. but he likes to be around the yeah. complex. It feels like a safe place, doesn't it? We, we, we passed him on the way in, didn't we? Yeah, he tired. Yeah. You know, does his stuff and leaves. Jason Day's just left. He's going to get some mellow time before the tournament. Ram was just in here chilling out. You know, they know this is a safe house for those guys. Yeah, it, it's a safe house, and I, and I've always said a lot of the, the younger players who come in here are guys that are constantly in here. I I kind of let them know that. It doesn't happen in here. It happens out there at the driving range. So, you know, if you're... You don't see a lot of top-ranked players in these trailers all the time. But I think you must tell, because it, it, the only exception to the rule is probably Goose. And I think you must have a Goose story, right? Goose is... Uh, he's... I, I, I just want to say, if Goose is listening, I, <laughs> I'm so sorry that we didn't sign him this year. He had to go somewhere else. But I mean, Retief Goose probably knows more than I do about building golf clubs. He's amazing. Yeah. So I've, I've heard stories. He 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 would bend clubs a lot himself. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. he did all I his own that, work yeah. in here. I just gave him stuff, and some <laughs> safety glasses, and there you go. But uh, yeah, we would have been in trouble if he'd cut a finger or something. Oh uh, like uh, yeah. <laughs> we have that to glue it back on and be like, it didn't happen here, mate. <laughs> you know, and I told him, you know, if you want to take like Tuesday off playing golf, you know, you can always come in here and, and help us build the TaylorMade truck. Unbelievable. He's like, hey, I may do that one day. So, yeah. yeah, it's nice to deal with some of these players who, who know really a lot of these players have no idea what they're playing. We just, you know here play this you know we fit them they're comfortable with us letting them know what to play but then you got some guy like Retief who's really into it and yeah. he will and we, we try a lot of things we do a lot though we have prototypes on here this is the first place that guys see it so we're obviously trying to manage that and manage who sees the product but I would always try and take a prototype that I'm involved in to Goose and I've been looking at this thing bear in mind before it comes to be in my hand to showing him for maybe three months before but when Goose sees it he just gives you something back that you just haven't even thought about. Yeah, Retief Goose and I mean, it's he's helped us over the years with a lot of cool wedge designs and just little things that maybe our guys have missed. And he says, well, hey, why don't you guys do this? Yeah, brilliant. Wow. Yeah, he's brilliant. That's invaluable, isn't it? That's yeah. invaluable. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should think about doing that. So it's, and plus, like I said, you know, a lot of people, you know, Retief doesn't talk a lot or whatever. Yeah. We couldn't shut him up when he was in here. So oh, yeah. when he speaks, you've got to listen for sure. Yeah. 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 Much like myself, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Moving been, on to the next point. Been pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose that again, with I suppose how Taylor made um, their structure of their players now is a lot different. They used to have loads of guys that you'd look after, which your job was probably different then. But now because you've got less players but more higher quality, it means that you can build that relationship that. I suppose they've got more trust in you guys now because you're out there trotting, you're out there walking, walking around with one of the players earlier on the golf course. You're developing that relationship, so it means I've got time to talk to you two. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. It's like anything, right? It's, it's relationships, and uh, you, you, like I say, I get a lot of questions from a lot of fitters around, and they think that we have this magic potion, and yet yeah, we've, without sounding arrogant, we are good. Of course, we are. We wouldn't be here if we weren't, but the skill that's come on massively is that you have to manage egos, confidence levels, and sometimes the best thing to do is to not say something. Yeah. And that 
as you can tell for me, is very difficult to do. But sometimes yeah. that's what you have to do. You know, and, and out here, you know, these players don't want to be hassled by the reps and the companies about signing flags and doing this and that. Yeah. You know, we don't, you know, we're out here, we're doing a job. We're not, you know, asking these guys every single week to sign flags or take pictures you know it's you know come on the wednesday riddle be on torture tuesday <laughs> no, yeah. no there's none of that going <laughs> on is you know, it, it's it's nice and, and we tailor made we don't like to have a whole bunch of reps out here a whole bunch of mediocre reps out here we want to have a small amount of really good trusted quality yeah, trust trustworthy person yeah. out here so another company may have 12 people working this week we have like four so it was always, a, I think, a disadvantage to us when we did have all those guys on there. We didn't have time to walk nine holes with some of these guys. Now that, you know, we have a much smaller crew, if anyone has any type of inclination that their product isn't good, well, hey, you know, Keith will go out there and walk nine holes with Dustin. Trotty will go out there and walk nine holes with Rory. And we can really figure out, you know, well, what's missing? What are you looking for? Rory wasn't happy with his wedges, even though he just won the Canadian Open. He's like, I feel I can really improve these wedges. Yeah. So okay, well let's see here. Let's, um, you know, I made him six wedges Monday morning. Uh, the guys walked out. They watched him hit a few. They walked a few holes, and now he couldn't be any happier with his new wedges. Land angle, spin rate, same thing. As and what was the difference? What's what's he had different compared to last week? There was some inconsistent spin rates. I mean, the wedges are a little worn that he'd had. And we spent some time as a group looking at the marks on the face, looking at the wear. Obviously, we don't know where those wedges, were they the last batch he got, were they the batch in his garage back at home. So we got to freshen these things up, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it was a check and the spin rates went from being jumping all over the map to being dialed. Yeah. So Which is for those guys, if they can't afford to be... It's everything. A few hundred RPM out, can they? You might as well be putting the wrong password into your computer when you go into work on yeah, Monday yeah. morning. That's how critical this is. Yeah. And you know how frustrating that is. <laughs> if you can't get in your computer, your head is off. <laughs> and the guys just won Canada. Yeah. You know, obviously, that's my first question text message yeah. back to the caddy. It's like, uh, shouldn't you be up? Didn't you just win Canada? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate, but the wedge is no good. All yeah. right, well, you're the boss, man. Let's go. It's not always perfect, it's not always perfect. So a, a, a quick question for me as well, because I was thinking about this the other day. The greens here, obviously, Poana greens, we know that they're good good in the morning. In the afternoon, they perhaps don't quite roll as well. That's the, the nature of them. What what are they doing? With, are they doing anything with the putters on the lofts as a result? The the biggest thing that I'm seeing is uh, AT&T is earlier in the year, and they will add some loft. This year they're playing a game aloft that they use all over the states. You're talking about a one degree, one and a half degree on some of these putters. Now Jason Day is quite low, isn't he? Two. Um, two. Day goes lower east coast, but he's two this week. Okay. And DJ's two this week. And they'll they'll move like DJ in February was two and a half here. For the eight, is it February 18th or whenever it is? Yeah. 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 But he was two and a half here, and I got the notes. And this year, right now, this week, he's two, and he's gone uh, half degree flatter. So. I don't know why he's going to have to reflat it, it just is what it is, it's Dustin, you've got to roll with that. But the point is, is the loft makes sense, and I think the answer is, having walked out there and walked on them, the greens are so pure, yes, they will change a little, but I mean, now we've got this nice cool mist come in, there's going to be some moisture in there, yeah. I don't think guys are going to be too cut up about that. That's an interesting thing though, isn't it? I mean, do you ever get a request like that when they'll say, well look, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but look, I'm, I'm playing well the weekend, I need something with 
if, if the greens do go the way they could do over the years over the years I have over the years I've had guys have different putters that they travel with with different lofts but now technology's moved on we've got pure roll guys don't like to screw around with it because if you change the loft on it it will change the rollout if it changes the rollout now you're all of a sudden off pace awesome. and the whole point of spider x and the whole point of the pure roll is that you can hit the middle and hit the pace so day is very and i think he's the best putter i've ever worked with been around hands down and he is very particular about pace he does a drill on the potting green where he puts a marker shaft alignment stick maybe seven inches behind the cup and he gives himself points if the ball goes in points if it stops between a hole and alignment stick and then loose points if it's short and he hits the 25 and we're talking 30 feet putt that's and one of our drills that is but he runs it surely got that from us. we probably got it from your youtube channel <laughs> anyway he hits the putts but i'm telling you now i mean it's like it's like playstation golf yeah, yeah, it's like me on the game boy in 1996 playing japan course it's just like boom 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 bang 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 in it's ridiculous and i'm sort of stood there trying to help him with his potter and thinking I can't help this cat I mean just tell him he's great and walk off yeah. that's what you do Jason you're the best potter I've ever seen my friend so you're, you're obviously your role has changed over the years and you're spending a lot more time on the putters now just with these yep. guys with the best players Jason Day yep. you know Rory maybe a little bit as well yes for sure what are you what do they look for when you're out there with them on the greens in terms of how are they measuring and what are they looking for to make these adjustment adjustments they're looking office? for hoops as long as it's going in that's all they're looking for and that's all they care about and fair enough i mean that's the results i get it the bottom line is my role massively now and the fun part about being involved in potters is i've got it's a small part of the business we've got four or five a small part it's getting bigger four or five really talented people who work behind the scenes in this and we'll get a big impact from what we put in. Spider is the number one model on tour. Rory and Day are instrumental in the design. Rory doesn't know it, but some of the comments he makes through the year basically impacts what we do for design. Same with Jason. Jason's catalyst to any design changes we make. And the bottom line is, is yeah, they have a huge impact, but we try not to be like, it's, low, it's the right questions at the right time. That's yeah. what we're trying to ask, for sure. Yeah. And, and the one thing also with the putters, uh, if you don't mind me saying, Trotty, is, you know, Trotty does a lot of work on the sidelines, and we offer whatever the guy's looking for. Looking for, I mean, and believe it or not, the sideline is important to these guys. I mean, they may putt, butter, putt better with just a dot, or Trotty gives them a, a, a sample of one with a T, or whatever, and that can actually help these guys align these putters much easier. So that's a whole other thing that Trotty does with these guys, is actually find the, the proper alignment aid they need to make sure they hit the ball straight. And that's different for everyone, yeah? Everyone just likes to look at something totally well, different. Well, there's a lot more. He's right on the road, and that's how it works, but if we get a guy into the kingdom, we have a gears technology there with a, a hydraulic floor now that's gone in at the kingdom we can get players in and we can actually, and we've gone through this exercise with Ram, DJ, um, Rory, basically you're working out which sight line is most efficient for them on every putt, but you're doing it with the aid of all of these biomechanical, uh, they breaks you down into like an avatar guy, mm -hmm. yeah. looks at your stroke, We've done uh, that. Left to right putt, right to left putt. I don't know if you've been there since you've had the... Not since not the hydraulics. Because now we'll, we'll see if you react the same on left to right putts, right to left putts, downhill, uphill. I mean, but it's it's a pretty different level, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that can dial in as to what you like. And, and Rory, 
goes to Hawaii to start the year, puts Spider-X in play, difficult place to putt because we do the analytics and we know that, has a great putting round from 30 feet, holds out great, doesn't lose strokes on the gained on the field, good number of putts, comes back to West Coast Swing, comes into the kingdom, checks it out, looking at this, looking at that, and we're like, boom, you are in. The, the, this device and everything we've invested in says you're in the absolute bad boy you should be in. Yeah. It's like, okay, gold. And then here we go, later on in the year, he had a little wobble of quail where he spoke to me about looking at some other options. But again, the analytics back up that he's putting fantastically well. So we talked about it, and with him, I just literally made a suggestion. I'm like, I don't think you need to change it. I know he looks at the stats, he's like, I know I don't need to change it. And I said, why don't you just freshen it up? I mean, the grip is worn, let's just do what we would have done back as kids and keep it fun. Put a new grip on, get that thing on exactly how you want it, blah, blah, blah. Loved it. And uh, yeah, he's pressed on, obviously winning Canada last week with it. It's interesting talking about the putting though, because I, I definitely think, and we spoke about this before, that you look at the amount of research and the amount of time spent on golf swings and the drivers and things like that, and you combine everything from a coaching point, a club building point, the design. There's obviously been a lot of effort over the last X amount, 30 years in, in the long game. Putting is probably they've been a little bit untapped as um, as you know the perception of putting is you hit a ball and it goes in the hole you're going to roll it on the green or you're going to have optimum launch and spin but guess what you have and I think we're seeing that a lot more now and we're seeing a lot more work done on the, the vision as well which is obviously a big thing Taylor made have done with these sight lines but where what's the next step basically is what I'm trying to say what's the next step for putting where can it go well I'd love to tell you but obviously then I'd probably be out of a job so it's a difficult one podcast. That we is shall. Maybe it's a good time to stop. <laughs> Part two coming up soon. But, but the, I think it, to give you a better yeah. answer than yeah, yeah. that. That was terrible. We are working <laughs> at, on what the next step is. Yes. I've seen early prototypes. You can guarantee, I've got early prototypes on this trailer right now, for sure, that we're looking at. And the technology that you will be able to purchase coming up as a consumer, I can guarantee you has had the eyes of the best players on the world on it and the input from the best players in the world has gone into it. It's a guarantee because I've gone through the process and when we get out the other side I would love to answer that question in another way but what I have seen coming is is pretty damn horny it's good. Stage. <laughs> pretty damn horny but that's a quote from you today. <laughs> get it on the quote list. <laughs> okay guys thanks so much for, for your time. Uh, one thing we will say is if the listeners to this want to see a little bit more or, or find out about what goes on behind the scenes, where can they go? Where would you like them to, to go to? I mean, for us, and certainly for this man next to me, the hashtag Torture Up Tuesday is Tuesday is our biggest day, and, and Wade has been so helpful with being a character on there and helping me expose what we do in as good a way as we can. But I'm very active on social media on Instagram, so at Trotty Golf would be the way to go t-r-o-t-t-i-e golf um, and yeah that, that's it and recently i've put more youtube stuff out there trying to trying to learn from you guys really is to i, I think it's an amazing job that you do you, you you've certainly brought so many good eyes and so much understanding to what my world you've helped me individually and i think uh for your listeners of this to walk around pebble and walk seven or eight holes with you earlier and have five or six different people stop you and take pictures and we'd only got through the first hole 
I was like, this could be a long six or seven <laughs> hole walk, but hopefully that validates. It must be a nice feeling as two it is, it is. golf coaches who are, uh, are paving a different path. And I think I, I speak for both of us right way. It's uh, it's nice for us to talk to you. He's never been so nice, has he, Pierce? Uh, you know what? No, we're keeping this. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm glad we got this on <laughs> film, by the way. It's because <laughs> they said that we could plug ourselves. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> There's two things we need to do there as well. So what I'm actually going to do right now is I'm actually going to take a picture. So when this podcast first goes live, go and check out our Instagram accounts. And we're going to have a picture of what Chris Cross yeah, used to look like. And then we're going to look at a picture of these two guys. I'm taking a picture now of how much Chris Trot has to work at his beard game. Hundred percent. I mean, look at that bad boy. Way to tell you what. He looks like he's been Lord of the Rings with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, brilliant, guys, guys. Thanks for listening. Cool. And guys, thanks, thanks so much. Have a great week. Yeah. And you See you on the road, boys. Oh, well done. I'll do you again. Legends. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Wow. Awesome. Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Me and My Golf podcast. We hope you enjoyed that and got some value from that. And if you did, then please share that episode with a friend. And if you can do us a real big favor and head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really does help this podcast grow and reach more golfers. And our mission is to help as many golfers around the world as we can play some better golf. So it really would mean a lot to us. One question that we get asked a lot is, Andy Pierce, how can we get coaching from you? Well, now you can have myself and Pierce as your very own personal online golf coach. And we've created a, a platform that infuses our coaching experience and philosophy into a fantastic community that's packed full of weekly videos that will really help transform your golf. We've got coaching plans on specific areas in the game. We have a shot fixer section, which really enables you to fix your faults fast so you can see results immediate on the golf course and we really want to build a a tribe of golfers that are committed to playing the best golf of their lives and like I say now this is the closest thing that you're going to experience to get me and Pierce on the lesson tee with you and we'd love to have you part of this fantastic community so head over to meandmygolf.com and look have a go we have a 14 day free trial that you can take advantage of see what it's like and if it fits right for you then fantastic and we'll hope to see you there Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Me and My Golf podcast.